G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. One day, your time on this earth will be over. Then what? If God is God, how are you going to fare when you stand before Him? I mean, how can you be certain that He'll forgive you? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we take a look at the most important of all of God's promises. For such a long time, you know, I poo-hooed any notion that I needed God's forgiveness. I mean, give me a break. If you'd asked me back in those days about what I thought on that whole subject, I would have given you quite a mouthful. But deep down, underneath that confident bravado, I was running away from God. Now, you stand back and you think that through, and you realise how stupid it is to kind of run and hide from God if, if God is who he says he is. I was running away because, frankly, I just knew that the stuff I was into was plain wrong. I was greedy, I was selfish, I I wasn't, frankly, a particularly nice person. And then when I came face to face with this Jesus who claimed to be the Son of God, my biggest concern was, well, that I wasn't good enough. And even after I accepted him for who he is, I still for a long time would try and run away from him because of the deep sense that I had that I simply wasn't deserving of his forgiveness. Now, I don't know where you are in your life. Maybe you're where I used to be, and if you are, I completely understand. But but let me encourage you just to join me over these next few minutes, and let me share something with you about this forgiveness thing. My hunch is that the sense that God wouldn't or couldn't possibly forgive me for what I've done is more widespread and prevalent than we might think or admit. Many people like me push it away and you try not to think about it. But when I talk to people who believe that there's a God and I ask them, so so what's stopping you from living your life for him? What's stopping you from drawing close to him? The answer that comes back time and time again is this sense that God wouldn't forgive me. I'm not good enough. Now, it comes in all sorts of different shapes and sizes and forms in in which people reply, but you boil it down, what they believe is that they are simply not good enough for God. And you know, it goes for people who've believed in him for years, as well as for people who've been avoiding him for years. Let's just assume for a minute God is God. There is a heaven, there is a hell, sorry John Lennon, But there is. And one day, you and I are going to stand before him and have to give an account for our lives. How can we be certain that it'll go well? If I asked you right now, as you live out your life day by day, how certain are you of that day, that eternal future? How would you answer? You know, most people are actually pretty uncertain. They might be able to verbalise a right response, but deep down, they're not sure at all. I want to take you to another of God's unbreakable promises today. 
That's what we've been looking at over this week, and we'll be looking at them again next week on the program. Promises that you and I can depend on, because when we have those promises written on our hearts, it changes our lives. God is a dependable God, and, and his promises are so important, particularly in the storms of life, because God's promises give us peace. Now, this particular promise we're going to look at today begins at a really strange dinner. Some people refer to it as the Last Supper. You may be familiar with it. It's the night that Jesus was betrayed to be crucified, and they celebrated, if you can use that word, the Passover meal with his 12 disciples. Jesus washed their feet, and and have a listen. This comes from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 26. It begins at verse 26. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. He gave thanks, and he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take it and eat it. This is my body. Then he took the cup. He gave thanks. He offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood, the blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you. I will not eat or drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. Of course, that's the first communion service. Christians the world over celebrate that regularly, but pay particular attention to one thing he said. This is my blood, the blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. What's a covenant? It's an unbreakable promise of God. When God makes a covenant with people, he never, never breaks it. The wine, Jesus was saying, symbolised his blood being poured out, which it was soon to be when he died on that cross not 24 hours later, for many, for the forgiveness of sins. And then, you want an explanation of that, you go and have a look at the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 43, which says that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. You put those two together, and there you have the unbreakable promise of God that whoever believes that Jesus died for them to pay for their sins will be forgiven. Everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Now that would be hard to believe if not for the blood which was poured out. Jesus also said, No greater love has anyone than to lay down his life for his friend. This unbreakable promise is is born out of the love of God. The one thing, the barrier that separated us from God is removed, not just from God's side, but from ours. From God's side, because he's holy and perfect, because his perfection, his goodness, his love is... It's so far beyond anything that we can attain and our sin keeps us from him. And from our side, because our sense of guilt, our conscience, keeps us from going to him, as it did me many years. See, God invented double-sided bookkeeping. This is a a double-sided transaction, this forgiveness thing. God's side and our side. You and I are forgiven. That means God lets us into his presence. That means that we can start living our lives as though we are, because we are. What does that mean? It means absolute certainty. Freedom, no more condemnation, no more guilt, and incredible joy. I have been forgiven by God, not because of what I did. What I did 
led to me needing to be forgiven. I've been forgiven because I could never meet his standard of complete perfection, but because I believe that his perfect son, Jesus Christ, died and rose again to pay for my sin and give me life. I have been forgiven. I am free. I have no guilt. And you know, every time I stumble and fall, every time I fall short, and I do, every time my pride or my ego or my selfishness get the better of me, hopefully less now than they used to, I don't have to live under condemnation. I go to God. I say, God, I believe in Jesus. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart Jesus died for me. The whole point of this double-sided transaction of grace is that I'm not good enough. That's the point. And this forgiveness is a promise that I can stand on every moment of every day of my life. Do you see how liberating that is? Do you see how freeing that is? Man, it's amazing. Complete certainty on that day that I stand before God, on that day when I look him in the eye, in my heart I will know that I am forgiven. I will stand before him as though I'd never sinned in the first place, as though I'd never rejected him or rebelled against him in the first place, because I believe in Jesus. Why? Because Jesus gave me this unbreakable promise, whoever believes in me, he said, will be saved. That's it. Unbreakable. Hey, social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you. And we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations. So no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, it's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So, like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed, and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.